The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. You know, saying Victoria's Secret model used to have a lot more cachet than it does now. Like, it used to be one of these things where it was, like, the most beautiful women in the world. I was so proud of us when we had, like, um, our first trans woman walk the the runway. Like, it it really, really used to have a cachet. Now I go on the website and any bridge troll can be a Victoria's Secret model. I'm really upset if you can't tell. Any bridge troll. Any bridge troll can be a Victoria's Secret model. Do they also do riddles? If they did, I would like them better. I'm really mad at Victoria's Secret. Like, like I did a lot of bad horror movies, but I'm like, this is the one thing I did that had some cachet, and now you're letting bridge trolls do it. Like, yeah, we were really behind the times um, on having trans women in the show, and um, the old director, old yeah, the, the the old director and his response to it, he was yeah. he was pretty much a fuckwit. I'd like to remind everyone every time we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we care. That's okay. right. I'm calling him a fuckwit for charity. Um, no, he, he was awful. Like, there, there are some really, really terrible things, of course, that happen with Victoria's Secret. Right. But it's still that moment where I'm like, we, but we at least, we used to have some cachet. Now I get on the website and I see literal bridge trolls. But you know what? Times are changing. Looks and appearances have, I suppose, made a, not made a full circle, but they're kind of expanding out. They're trying to reach a broader audience. There's still women in there who look like you did or look like you now, but then there's some maybe two. I don't want women that look like me now. I want women that look like me when I was a Victoria's Secret model. You know what I'm saying. I, yeah, I go in the bridge troll category. I think they're smart for expanding their audience range. I think they're wrong. And by jumping on the uh, bloody, they, they tried this whole thing where they're like, oh, we're going to jump on women who uh, are making a difference in the community. Like, okay, we, we are not going for corporate activism. Like, don't just pull women in because they did stuff. You're an asshole. Um, there are women who are Victoria's Secret models that have mm. really accomplished things. Yes. We have MIT professors mm. that were Victoria's Secret models. We have women on Wall Street. We have women that work for the UN. Like, if you want to get into the activism thing, look at your roster, Victoria's Secret. Some of us, myself included, uh, not that I'd model for you now because I go in that bridge trial category, but there are some of them that have done really, 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 really well. Right. Like, you didn't need to, like, pull on the bullshit activism. You got some really talented people there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back with the whole audience expansion thing. I think they yep. just want to hit more numbers. And they're failing. Oh, well, okay. And then. the quality of their product is going down, and I'm really butthurt in taking – I am, like, taking it personally offensively, uh, and, and, I'm, and I don't like to see the bridge trolls. Speaking of bridge trolls, we need to talk about Ezra Miller. Get that's, it? It's a, it's a we need to talk about – less of a bridge troll, more like – an active pedophile. Okay, we need to talk about it. Yeah, that that really is that. Like, I don't want to hear any of his riddles. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really concerning. I was trying to make the we need to talk about Kevin reference, but um. We need to talk about Kevin. Uh, holy shit. We need to talk about the Ezra Miller in the room. Okay, so let's talk about the pedo in the room. Yes. Um, Ezra Miller. I'm saying a lot of ums because I'm really trying to clean up what I'm saying, but essentially. Ezra Miller is now preying in the Native American community on these underage girls and grooming them. There's one that's 18 that he took off with. There's another one that's underage that he's, like, buying horses for. Yeah. Um, there, there are now more and more girls coming out talking about Ezra Miller preying on them. And it's starting to sound like really Michael Jackson culty. Like, oh, we really just belong together. But, like, with Michael Jackson, at least I guess he seemed like a gentle dude. So if you're going to have a pedophile, I don't know, gentle dude. Ezra Miller just seems like a violent asshole. Wait, so... That's not... Am I, I, I should not be quantifying what's a better pedophile. You, okay, <laughs> no, you really shouldn't be. That's a great point. Don't do that. <laughs> but more more than that, he's been doing this forever. He had one girl that was... God, I think she was 
12 years old when he first met her mm -hmm. and now what over 18 still holding up that relationship mm -hmm. plus there's an, another 12 year old there's more than one involved here he thinks yeah he tends to have a thing for 12 year olds is what i'm getting from but he's also targeting it within the same community it's funny i'm really it's not funny that's a terrible turn of phrase but yeah that's okay it's though. very strange it's, it, I, I'm really at a loss for words. Well, it's the R. Kelly situation. I, I was just saying that before we went on air, is that this reminds me so much of R. Kelly. He specifically targeted young women from the black community because they were going to be looked over by the rest, by everyone else. No one's going to bat much of an eyelid because everyone's wanting these young girls to make it big. And here's this big star who can help them do that. And he was, and Ezra was buying these young ladies. Uh, they were, we were talking to our... Um, I don't remember his title, mm. but the, the lovely man who helps us put music on the radio producer. show. We'll go with music producer. M music producer. Uh, wait, what? He's producing the show. Uh, so producing call the show. Um, and he was telling us how he was you know, buying these young girls' presents like horses and stuff or paying for their education, I believe. R. Kelly prayed in the black community because people let him, he felt, would let him get away with abusing them because and no one stepped did. in. And Ezra Miller is doing the same thing in the native community. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason this girl got so much noise is because she was an activist and her parents were activists, or are, I should say are activists. Right. Um, but some of the stuff he's written on his social media, like, this dude is culty. What do you mean? Oh, it's weird. It's it's He's spiritually drawn. The police can't find him. He Like, some of the stuff that you'd expect to see from the Flash can't catch me kind of crap. Oh, that's just kind of, that's the mentality there. Yeah, he's, he's really a deeply weird dude. Well, like, they actually went on, I don't, I don't remember exactly, did he go on the run or he kidnapped the girl? He took off with this young lady, right? Yeah, so he's saying he didn't take off with her, or that's what his reps are saying. Oh, okay. That she took off and she's an adult and has the right to. Well, hold on, That that's, yes, as an 18-year-old, I absolutely agree. You have the right to make a choice like that, but I think the mental stability of the person should be taken into account. Like, were you groomed for the last six years of your life? I think that's also important to look at because then she's not going to be rationally putting this together. That's a fresh mind as an adult. Sure, she can make these decisions. But I think that, God, you know what? I, I, I think he that. needs to be prosecuted for what happened when he was a minor. Lex, and, that's and we're not. We're this is this is California based, right? So we're not past the statute limitation. This has only been uh, what what is it? Twelve to twelve to eighteen. It's been six years. Mm -hmm. He can still be charged with everything, to my knowledge. Yeah. And should that's be. Fine. I see Lex in the background. She's trying to adjust the live cam yeah. for people to watch us on YouTube. And she's fiddling with it. And I'm watching the live cam. Uh, she's, she's trying to adjust it. And I'm like, that's fine. Just leave it there. So we don't have to fiddle with it too much because I'm watching it drop. It's probably going to drop again. Yeah. But I'm watching Lex in the background. So we're having this really serious conversation um, about grooming a child. And I'm in the background going, no, 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 Lex, a little left to the camera. So I don't think I'm treating this conversation with, with, the, with the gravitas it should have. Um, because I don't want to be having this conversation. I am so sick and tired about talking about Hollywood victimizing people. And we've been doing it for, for, for a century. Well, why do you guys keep putting pedophiles in there? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have not personally I done this. That's a reasonable question. Well, hold on. Pedophiles and physically violent people. Ezra Miller was also, uh, I think it was back in 2018. No, no, no. This year he assaulted someone as well. He's yeah. been assaulting people nonstop. He's, he's an emotionally damaged person. And something we were talking about before the show yeah. was, you know, was this a Corey Haynes situation? Was he abused? Uh, it's it's possible, but I haven't heard that, actually. I heard that uh, Tilda Swinton championed him and really opened a lot of doors for him. Okay, I don't mean to say this, and I don't mean to ask this, but who's Tilda Swinton? I hate you, and, and we're breaking up now? Uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> so, you got to give me the info first. Though. Okay, did you ever see um, Constantine? The movie. Yes. Yes. She played Gabriel in Constantine. She played the wise one in Doctor Strange, the oh, ancient I know what one. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Tilda it. Swinton. Got it. One of the greatest actresses. So much easier. One of the greatest actresses of any generation. Okay, got it. I, I hate you for not knowing that, and Me. we have to break up. Right then and there. All right. Okay. Um, well, at least now I know who this is. But so she did a movie with him called "We Need to Talk About Kevin." Okay. Where Kevin killed a bunch of people at school. It was a really, really, really good but heart-wrenching film that's fair um really really good and it had the guy that i love that's in everything whose name i never remember 
Hugh Jackman. No, I, I know who that is. He he played. He was in Talladega Nights. He always plays. He plays with Will Ferrell. He's in Step Brothers. The other guy. Oh. Okay. I never remember his name. It was great in Chicago. He fine. he plays a great that's straight un, character. That's unfortunate. He's Mr. Cellophane. Yeah. yeah. He plays. He play, He does a real good straight character. Is he not a straight um, character? No. He he's usually a comedian. He's not usually a dramatic oh, actor. You don't mean you don't mean sexual preference. You mean like. Why would I be actor. talking about his sexual preference? You brought up straight. Every part of me wants to break up with you even more right now. <laughs> I'm making it really difficult for you to stay committed to this you radio really show. You really are. Or okay, me, so he plays he plays a really good he plays a real good straight man. Okay, very very good. I understand. Um, he's also a phenomenal comedian. He was in Wreck-It Ralph and everything. Well, anyway, so the so he and Tilda Swinton. Please tell me what his name is. If you guys can do that, I will give you a ride at Offroad Rentals in Palm Springs, California, or a float at True Rest Sedona or Las Vegas, and or a uh, gift card for Aspen Mills. Bakery, I, I will give you a giveaway. Jump on my social media and give me his name. I fucking love this guy. Isn't it great? It's when killing we can me. Entice them for answers. I know. I'm like, bri I'm gonna bribe someone into doing my job. The audience to give us answers. Yeah. So anyway, so he's in this movie. There's something uh, we need to talk about, Kevin. And right. so she, uh, from from what I heard, okay, uh, really, really championed Ezra Miller. And then he went on. The the major roles it had have been in like, there's something we need to talk about, Kevin. I keep saying there's something about Kevin. It is not there's something about Marys. When you talk about Kevin, uh, right. Fantastic Beasts. Okay. And obviously. Oh, right. He was the young boy. He was, he was the. Uh, that eventually became was related to Dumbledore or something. I don't know. I, I never saw the most recent about, one. But I, either way, he's, he was the black mist thing for yeah. the first movie. Uh, but uh, I'm so sorry, Harry Potter fans are people i don't know that obscurus obscurus thank you oh you're a harry potter person I'm okay so sorry yes i am you. a harry potty po person harry, harry potter potty po person so far you have done nothing but make me want to break up with you well i mean you're addressing yourself as a harry potty person i don't know how well we can be committed to that you're right no way i'm kidding no <laughs> uh so long story short yeah we've gone completely off the rails ezra miller's a monster well, we um, did talk about the january 6th uh trials going on right now too and where everyone that has been absolutely shocking. Well, all they've gotten it from is everyone they put on stand is basically saying, "Yeah, Trump just made a bunch of stuff up." We're just out. Even his own daughter. Trump's, came out and hang on, but, but Trump's, Trump comes said, from Hollywood. Yeah. We all make shit up. Yes. Like usually, I promise stuff to clients. I'm like, I can absolutely get you on this television show, and then I'll turn around and frantically call the TV show. Hey, I promised someone I was going to get you on the show. I'll give you this if you do this, and it happens all the time. Um, you guys are always doing those kind of trades. Yeah, we're, we're always doing that. But usually we can put our money where our mouth is. Yeah, we always owe, that way you always owe someone a favor. And someone so always, always, yeah, exactly someone always owes you a favor. a favor. It works. But yeah, look, but Ezra Miller uh, is a total cock. That's all I'm coming up with. I, I, try, I tried to help you out. I tried to get yeah, you as, out as, the Ezra Miller, uh, Ezra Miller sucks. That's as far as I can get. Like, I miss hearing about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. I'm sick of hearing about Ezra Miller so much. I'm so you missed sick. missed the Johnny Depp Ember. Well, it's over now. We had to move on to the next big thing. This started before that was done. And we didn't hear about it but until I'm, that was done. Yeah, that's true. I'm just, I'm really glad it's getting some press. I'm so sick of hearing about people preying on young girls. Mm -hmm. And you hear about it constantly. Like, you heard about Jake Paul assaulting that girl, and that's yeah. not in the news anymore. That way, when people ask you questions about him on your social media, I'm in the background yelling, he's a rapist. Um, yep. And no one cares, and that's and that's kind of what happens. The worst part is it's not even be followed up on. So they have it's not over, it's not right, but they can say where's the evidence because it only it stopped at word of mouth. They never pursued uh, they, it. They they tried. There is currently some stuff. I have there. no reason. There, there are a few. News of, oh, that's right. There are a few things, more stuff, few things pending. All right, guys, about. we are going to go to break. We have a very very special guest on today. I just dropped the phone. Do you want to do the intros? Absolutely. Brooke Goldner, uh, let's see, she is a board-certified medical doctor. You didn't read the show promo. I see him. He just picked up his phone to do the show promo. <gasps> you didn't do your homework. We're going to be talking about lupus. I got it. We're dealing with it. We'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and rental cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, who I totally did not introduce in the last segment. Ooh, ooh. Bear Fiora. Hey, you forgot my shout-outs. I didn't give you a shout-out because you annoyed me. And then Go you, follow me and then you didn't do, Go. And then you didn't do our, your homework. Go follow me everywhere, <laughs> at Bear Fiora. You didn't do your homework, and I'm really excited. We have Dr. Brooke Goldner on. Uh, Dr. Goldner, welcome to the show. Dr. Goldner is a board-certified medical doctor, author of three best-selling books, Goodbye Lupus, Goodbye Autoimmune Disease, and Green Smoothie Recipes to Kickstart Your Health and Healing. Can I have She's been featured. No, you cannot. You are weight-cutting right now. <laughs> She's been featured on the front cover of Vegan Health and Fitness Magazine three times. I love that. I had a friend of mine... Um, on that all the time. I love that magazine. Fair enough. Uh, including the recent cover of Fit Over 40. She graduated from, I am not, from Carnegie Mellon. I'm going to screw that up. Uh, Dr. Goldner, is that pronounced Carnegie Mellon? That's right, Carnegie Mellon. Okay, I have to know, where is Carnegie Mellon? Carnegie, you know, it's one of those schools, if you know it, you know it. Carnegie Mellon University is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it is one of the nerdiest schools in the entire country. Um, so, yeah, it's where those of us go who just want to sit and study and think about, you know, science all day. <laughs> that, that sounds like my worst nightmare. I, 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 I was terrible at science. I know, that's because you I know people who should go there. You know, I, well, you know, when uh, when I was there, Playboy magazine rated my college the ugliest student body in the nation. <laughs> no. Wait, seriously? Yes. I'm, I'm going to have to. Oh, yeah. You... That is how nerdy we are. <laughs> that is horrible. I'm, I'm kind of caught because like, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's also that moment of like. I knew way back Hugh Hefner's whole friend group, and he really liked smart women. He had a whole thing for college co-eds. So for him to call a college unattractive, that genuinely concerns me. I think he was into the stereotypical college I don't think we had any – we had no co-eds that ended up in Playboy, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Okay. Now, you were (laughs) on – Vegan Health and Fitness Magazine. Uh, my friend Jane Velez Mitchell is uh, really, really involved in the in the vegan health movement. Um, I know she's into a lot of these recipes, and you you seem to be really into the health and health and healing. I have the worst migraine right now. I sound half slow. Uh, how did you get into that? I actually know Jane Velez Mitchell. Um, we've we've met at a lot of the same events. Uh, so it, it was not a straight line for me. I never actually aimed to be in the world that I'm in now. Um, I actually, so I've always been a scientist, always been a nerdy kid. Um, but what happened to me is I actually got sick. So when I was 16 years old, I was diagnosed with a disease called lupus. 
And lupus is a disease where your own immune system starts attacking you. So instead of being like, oh, my God, there's a virus and going out and killing it, it's like, oh, my God, there's your kidney. Let's get that. Uh, and that's what happened to me. So when I was 16, by the time they diagnosed it, not only was I having arthritis and rashes, but I was already in stage four kidney failure. So um, I had to spend the next couple of years, my, my two, last two years of high school, taking seven different types of medicines, high-dose steroids. They put me on chemotherapy to try to intentionally shut off yeah. my immune system because it's a side effect of chemotherapy. So it was an excruciating experience. And um, one of the things that actually kept me going through that was trying to keep an intellectual fascination about it, about what was happening to my cells and my DNA and my organs and all those things. And so I always loved biology anyway, um, but it really pushed me more towards really understanding science and genetics. And, and I thought initially that I would go into genetics. I did. I was a genetic researcher at Carnegie Mellon. You'll know Carnegie Mellon now uh, for a yes, few sir. years. <laughs> and uh, then decided, you, you know, well, and then I went on to um, to Temple Medical School instead because I really thought, you know what, maybe, uh, maybe I won't find a genetic cure for these diseases. But what I can do is help other people with chronic illness, learn how to live fulfilling lives, because that's what I did. I you know, I was told at 16 that I had six months to live. That's what the doctors told me, that my kidneys were going so rapidly. If I was lucky, I'd be on dialysis. Uh, but if not, I wouldn't make it. And I had to learn how to live and love and have joy and meaning in my life with this death threat hanging over my head uh, and lots of medicines. And I did it. And so I thought if I can do that, then maybe I can help other patients do that. And so that was really the path I chose. I never thought I'd be vegan. I thought the, the only vegans I knew were at Carnegie Mellon had like tattoos and big bull rings in their nose. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's not my alley. Um, but it turned out years later by accident, I became a vegan. Uh, <laughs> tripped and fell and broccoli landed in my mouth. But no, I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I wanted to get married. I met the man of my dreams who is Thomas Tadlock. He is absolutely incredible. And he wanted to marry a sick girl. By the time he met me, I'd had lupus for 12 years. I already had um, lupus also had caused blood clots. I'd had mini strokes. I was taking blood thinners by injection every day just to finish medical school. And, you know, I had to tell him, you know, I'm not going to live a long life. I'm going to become disabled. You'll have to take care of me when I'm disabled. I'll never be able to have our children. Um, and he wanted to marry me anyway. He said that he'd rather live a short life with me than live a lifetime with anyone else. So I was really jazzed about that. And I wanted to lose weight for my wedding because I was eating the best diet for being overweight and sick is hospital food. And that's what I was living on. Yep. So, yeah. um, he, <laughs> yeah, it's really good for hospital business. So I changed my diet accidentally ended up completely plant-based, you know, um, because it was my addiction to cheese that was apparently keeping the pounds on. Um, so my husband actually designed my diet because that's his research is on uh, nutrition for fast metabolism. So I changed my diet and I accidentally became vegan and really high raw, super nourishing, not like, you know, fries and chips vegan. And what happened was I did lose the weight. I lost, I went from a size 11 to a size three in less than three months. And for the first time in my life since my diagnosis, I had no arthritis. My kidney function went back to normal. The blood clots went away. And my blood tests all became normal. And that was almost 17 years ago now. And it's never come back. So that's what changed my lane from scientist to doctor to doctor that is now a disease reversal specialist. I, I love the fact. Like, I, I got to tell you. So when I was diagnosed, I did the exact opposite. I pretended it wasn't happening, stuck my fingers in my ears and ignored everything. And I'm literally the kind of vegetarian that lives off chips. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, ah, <laughs> so I fucked up. <laughs> it's never Here's too late to fix it. There's a reason I'm here. Do you didn't know this? this a, is actually an intervention. You didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Jane's been on me for years to go vegan. I'm like, now nah, I'm happy vegetarian. Now I'm sitting here. I'm like, shit, I'm an idiot. She may have been honest. Yeah. Well, you know what? I was a vegetarian. I was a vegetarian when I was diagnosed. I've been a vegetarian since I was also about 12, 13 years old for the animals. Um, and so, but I was eating cheese and eggs every day, processed yep. foods. I was proud that I could eat a bag of Doritos myself. Um, my parents owned a pizza place. So I eat pizza for lunch and dinner. Um, so, yeah, I was a really unhealthy vegetarian. So when my husband yeah. trained me, he didn't know any vegetarians, but I refused to eat meat. So he's like, all right, well, we'll just give you tofu instead and take away the dairy. And so, it's, like I said, it was an accidental transition to uh, being 
totally plant-based vegan, but very healthy version of it. And it was remarkable. I mean, I never thought it would affect my lupus. I mean, I was a doctor at that point. And if nutrition was important, they would have told me about it, right? So I didn't even know that I was truly healthy until, even though all the, the symptoms and labs went away, when I had my first son four years later and it didn't come back, that's when we went, okay, this is not luck. This is not love. Uh, this is something that we need to understand. And my husband's also a Carnegie Mellon guy. And so a scientist that we are, we went back to study how does nutrition affect cellular function, cellular repair, and the immune system. And we figured out we'd accidentally created the most anti-inflammatory protocol possible for nutrition. We still didn't tell anyone because we don't think it's real science when someone says, do what I did. I think it'll work. Uh, so instead, we tested it for years. We, um, we let people do it for free to, until we can get consistent results every time. And that's when we brought it to the public. So I published Goodbye Lupus in 2015. I started giving talks about it. I just found a, an event where I was giving a talk about it in 2012 before it was cool to talk about diet and autoimmune. Um, but yeah, so it's just been an obsession. And so once we knew we could reproduce it, we decided to give it to the public for free, that uh, we would just teach it and not hold it back because... You know, I always say you have to save your life, and he says you have to save your wife. So we've been uh, teaching it to the public. Thousands of people all over the world have reversed their disease, gotten off their meds without ever meeting me or paying me a dime. Um, although there's plenty of people who work with me every day because they need my help to get it right or to stay with it, stay motivated. But uh, the protocol itself we've made available, and I'm just super proud of that and how many people have gotten healthy. Now, this is, this is going to sound deeply selfish. All <laughs> I'm hearing while you're saying this is not, wow, there's a way to fix my lupus. It's, shit, I owe Jane 20 bucks. Um, <laughs> she bet me it would fix that's it. She it, did. 20 she bet bucks. me. That's, yeah, that's all the bet was. This thing, this could save my life, but all, all that's going through my brain is, damn it. <laughs> Sweetie, we can go plant-based together. Yeah. He goes plant-based when he uh, fights, actually, to drop weight for his fights. He's a professional fighter. Uh, it helps with the bruising. It helps with the training. It helps with the sore muscles before he fights. He's a professional fighter. Well, you know what? Listen, it's actually what the cool kids are doing now. I know I was not the cool <laughs> kid when Playboy was checking out the population, all right? But listen, I teach people to eat the most like potent vegetables, especially raw vegetables. When Beyonce came to Houston, she hired my friend to do her raw vegan meals because she only eats raw vegan on the road because it makes her able to dance all day and do all that stuff. So, I mean, if Beyonce's doing it, it doesn't get cooler than that. So, you know, I am now finally at the cool kid table. <laughs> but how do you make it taste like chips, like French fries? Like how, how for, for the Australian in me, how, how do you make it taste okay, like chips so, and fries? Um, <laughs> I don't know, a lot of salt, I guess, salt. You know, it's funny, I just saw a video the other day, someone put it into, I have a free Facebook group called Smoothie Shred where people can just like make their community so you're not the only weird one, but you know other people doing it and they're from all over the world. It was the funniest video. And it was a video of someone eating broccoli, but between each bite, she was holding an Oreo cookie under her nose and inhaling the cookie and then chewing on the broccoli. So maybe you can try that technique. You could like have the French fries under your nose and then just shove the, the broccoli in underneath it. I'll, I'll give I, that I love a go. That strategy. Now, I, I have an interesting question. It's not necessarily to do with the science or any of the wonderful and incredible accomplishments you made, but I'm curious as a vegan, what is your opinion on vegan chicken nuggets? <laughs> Are you asking I if I like the flavor or if I think they're good for you? Let's go with one than the other. <laughs> okay. Listen, um, nowadays it is really easy to be a junk food vegan. When I first did this, not eating any meat or dairy meant I was eating vegetables and fruits and grains. That was the only option. Now you can have burgers and, and you know, chicken and all this stuff. Um, and so the stuff tastes great. I, I like the taste of that stuff for sure. And now that I've been healthy almost 17 years, my body can tolerate some junk food here and there. So if I want to eat a vegan cupcake or an Impossible Burger or nuggets like you're talking about, I will. They're not what I eat every day because what I, when I think about my food and it's how I nourish my body, it's how I build my cells. So on a daily basis, no, I'm going to put in the good stuff. But once in a while, sure. You know, I call it recreational eating because it's eating to get high. So I'll do some recreational oh, eating on funny. the weekend. Now, if you're sick, I don't recommend it. You don't get high when you're sick. You get healthy first, yeah, then you get high right. later. Um, but in terms of the taste of it, it's great. Human health, no. It's a processed food. It's going to be more pro-inflammatory. Shout okay. out to Impossible uh, Burger. Yeah, I do have to say, I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, we have about two minutes to break. When we come back, 
I think you need to tell us where to find your classes because let's face it, I don't really eat meat, but um, everything you just listed, that's what I eat. So we're going to talk about this a little bit more after the break. I'm going to go to the naughty corner uh, because summer was bad. When we come back, we're going to be talking more to Dr. Goldner. And of course, Bear and I will be here as well. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora, and our very, very special guest, Dr. Goldner, who just got Bear to go vegan. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding it it's 20 bucks. <laughs> so, Dr. Goldner, i got to ask you, um, personally, I, I kind of avoided going vegan because uh, I like cheese and ice cream, but... Do they make vegan ice cream? That is a very important question. We will definitely come to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I'm always in pain. I, I have real bad flare-ups. I had the worst one I've had in like seven years. How does going vegan reverse that? All right. Well, first of all, I'm sorry to hear you're suffering like that. And I know what it's like to have to do a job or to even brush your teeth while in chronic pain. Most people don't understand what it's like and how exhausting that is. Um, and I can promise you getting rid of pain is so much more enjoyable than cheese. So sometimes you just, I, whenever people say, you know, but I love cheese, I'm like, that's not love. That's addiction. You love your dog. You love your partner. You okay. love your friends. You love your mom, maybe, but you don't love cheese, right? So it's an addictive process. And if you would let something like a, an item that you just chew on for a couple of seconds keep you from the health you want, then you know it's addiction. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, but the way it works, so when you're looking at uh, cellular repair, cellular function, then there's two aspects you have to consider, right? There are some things that are going to cause damage to your cells and disrupt your immune system, right? So anytime you do something damaging, you will the net effect of that will, will be that you get sicker. So certain things make you sicker. Environmentally, you know, smoking, uh, high stress, uh, emotional trauma, all of those things can make you sicker, and inflammatory foods. So animal products, meat and dairy, eggs, um, processed foods, the sugars, the oils, all of those things. I put foods in quotes, but you can't see it, my, my air quotes. Um, those are things that can cause damage. And when those are the majority of what you eat every day, if you are consuming meat, 
dairy, processed foods, stress and depression and all anxiety, all this. If you're consuming that every day, you're creating damage to your cells and you're disrupting your immune function. Now, when it looks so, that's one thing we have to look at is stop getting sicker if you want to be well, right? You got to stop getting sicker. The other side is our cells are programmed by our DNA to repair themselves, but they need the right ingredients to do it. So if I punched a hole in my wall, then it doesn't matter how many people come to help me fix it. If I don't buy the spackle, the whole remains, right? So for most people, their cells want to get better, are waiting to get better, know exactly how to do it, but they're missing the ingredients. So the ingredients instead of spackle would be vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, phytoenzymes, all these other phytonutrients, omega-3 fatty acids, water. So all of these ingredients are necessary, and they're usually stuff that people don't even consume. Maybe the lettuce on their burger and, uh, you know, water, maybe what they swallow while they're brushing their teeth. That's it. So... Uh, what, what my job has been is to help people really reverse that process. So if you are eating a little bit of what I call recreational foods, uh, you know, stuff that gets you high but still gets you sick, if you're assuming a little bit of that here and there, but for the most part, eat lots of salads, raw fruits and vegetables, green smoothies, you know, you were eating grains and beans and other stuff like that, and, and a little bit of junk here and there, you wouldn't need me. You'd be fine, right? But if we're going to undo that damage, then we have to aggressively reverse those things. Stop getting sicker as quickly as you can and add what you're missing. And for a lot of people, I have them add what they're missing first because, you know, they're holding their cheese uh, against their chest and they won't let it go. Fine. Then let's add what you're missing so that you start to feel better and then you might want to let it go later. So in order to fix what, you know, you have about 100 trillion cells in your body, you need a lot of nourishment to feed 100 trillion cells that have been malnourished and damaged. So I call my protocol hypernourishment. We intentionally overdose you in vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, omega-3s, uh, water intake. We do that intentionally to try to get your cells up to par as quickly as possible. So in hypernourishment, you'd be doing, you know, uh, salads, uh, green smoothies where, you know, you shove a bunch of spinach or kale into a blender and then you add fruit like pineapple, banana, make it taste like a pina colada, no, no, no booze though. And, you know, water and stuff like that, drink more water during the day, that you start making a lot of your food come from that, you're going to start tipping the scales in the direction. So it's really the difference between stopping the damage, which when people go vegan, they stop most foods that make them sick, dairy. But if you're eating junk food vegan, you're still not there yet because you still got all the oils and all the processed junk. Um, and it's also adding what you're missing. So if you're in pain, but you, you know, you don't want to give up your cheese, even though you know it's making you sicker, Start by adding that green smoothie to your breakfast, add the salads to your meals, and kind of wean yourself off if you have the time to do so. If people are in kidney failure or lung failure, uh, I'd say, you know what, we're going to have to pull it away and you're going to have to deal with the cravings. But if you're worried about the withdrawal, at least if you have what you're missing, you can start getting healthier while you ponder your life choices, you know? Okay, you win. Where can I find your classes? <laughs> I'm doing it. Goodbyelupus.com. Goodbye. You know who did it? Do you know Robin Lawley? She's also yes. a model. She's from Australia. Yes. Yeah, she reversed her lupus working with me. Really? Yeah, yeah. She posts about it on Instagram all the time. She just posted her favorite green smoothie recipe on Instagram. Yeah, so she always says, goodbye, lupus. I'll never give up my smoothie. So she's a plus-size model from Australia. She's Sports Illustrated. And she had lupus. She had a stroke and ended up falling down the stairs and, like, getting a huge scar across her forehead um, because of the lupus. Uh, she was having seizures from it and everything. So she's been lupus-free now for years, ever since we worked together. So she went from her book was originally, like, how to eat whatever you like. I forget what it was called. And now her new one is about how to be vegan. So um, if she could do it, you could do it. It'll be like an Australian model thing. Uh, I'm going for it. I, I don't model anymore. I'm a little too tubby. But uh, I definitely would like to not be. But more than that, I, I'd like to be out of pain. Um, yeah. And I know for Bear, yeah. he's constantly looking for what's going to bring down the inflammatory response because he gets punched in the head a lot. That would be nice. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, normally I'd say not to get punched in the head, but if that's your jam, then at least what you can do is accelerate recovery. So what's really cool about hypernourishment is it's good for all of us. So I'm 45 years old now. I've been healthy almost 17 years. I got sick at 16, right? So here's what's amazing. When I was 16, besides the fact that the lupus is gone, when I was 16, I was the unhealthiest person in the group, right? I mean, I'm on chemotherapy. I'm on steroids. I look like hell. I feel like hell. All my friends, and they're eating McDonald's, whatever. Now I'm 45, 
uh, the same friends that were fine when we were kids, uh, a guy I dated in the med school, he died of a heart attack two years ago. And, and I was having mini strokes when we were dating and I'm still here and he's gone. Um, I have other friends, diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, all this stuff's happening where they're starting to get their sicknesses going on or one's already gone. And I have zero health problems. I'm 45 years old. I'm fit. I'm strong. I have zero aches and pains. So I went from the sickest one in the room to the healthiest one in the room. And you can do that too. It's not just like, if you're in pain, do this. If you want to slow down the aging process, if you want to optimize cellular repair, if you want your immune system to be superior. I mean, Johns Hopkins just did a study that showed that cruciferous vegetables uh, cut down uh, the COVID virus replication in half. So, oh my gosh, if you eat cruciferous vegetables, you, you make it so COVID can't even replicate in yourself. How cool is that, right? So what I'm doing shows that, and all these other studies show, that the same thing that will reverse lupus or other autoimmune disease will also optimize cellular repair, get your immune system to be optimal, and just give you a better life overall. Now, it's a very important question. Does it taste good? Okay. Uh, that depends Does on your taste buds. It's not going to taste shit. like French fries, you know. I mean, there's just that some of that, you know, there's a transition. So after about a month, it's after you give up the junk, after about a month to, to six weeks of doing that, you actually start to crave the raw foods, the smoothies, all that stuff. But there's definitely a period of time in like the two to three week mark. I call it the food blahs. Uh, where suddenly there's like this aversion, like I do not want another salad. I'd actually rather not even eat than eat that. And I call it the last mental tantrum of the addicted mind where it's like, no, all right, you had your fun for two weeks and now I need a burger and fries. Um, But if you can stick with it and get through that, then yes, your taste buds change and you find it good. Now, I still find it good. You can make a green smoothie taste good. You can get a dressing going with like fruits or avocados or something to make your salad good. And you really only need one dressing you like, one smoothie you like, but you start craving it much later. And really, that's where I put the most of my effort in for people is um, how to get them to stick with it. Because the protocol is really simple. I mean, you could, it, it's so simple. It's doing it that's hard. All these emotions you're experiencing right now, that part's hard, right? Like, oh, what am I going to feel? Am I going to live without this? Am I going to miss out? What if it's a birthday, right? All these things, all these emotions. And actually, I specialized in trauma um, and before I ended up working in disease reversal. And so one of the things I'm really good at is helping people understand and change their thoughts their moods, uh, self-sabotage. So really my job is mostly getting people to keep, not quit every day until the miracle happens. That's my biggest job is. And that's why I have like, I have a six week rapid recovery group where literally every day for six weeks, I will tell them like, don't listen to your brain, listen to mine. All right. Your brain's telling you one bite won't hurt. Listen to me. I'll take you there. Right. And every day I'm working with them until the point where they don't need me anymore because they feel so good. So, yeah, so it's a long-winded answer to, to the taste question, but taste is kind of superfluous when you look at chronic pain, organ function. But, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I would say that eventually, yes, maybe right away, depending on what your tastes are. If you do enjoy some greens and stuff, then yes. If I not, do. it might take you time. Uh, but the enjoy the flavor of life, that's better. Like, if you don't like to eat that stuff, then eat it distracted. <laughs> you know, put your favorite show on while you're eating your salad so you don't think about it, but do it anyway. I am going to say I want to give a quick shout out to Hero Heels by Art Fire. Thank you very, very much. And thank you to NBC Suites by Hilton in downtown Phoenix. And all I'm thinking while you're saying this is I'm like, okay, I have to read the sponsors. And do I have to give up animal fries from in and out That's all my brain is doing. Yeah, is... This, see, this is the mindset. <laughs> I know. About. Well, think of, yeah. Yeah. But think about it. Do you want fries or do you want to say goodbye lupus? I'd like to get, say goodbye lupus. Lupus hurts. Yeah, and that's what, yeah, like, listen, you should read. So in my book, Goodbye Autoimmune Disease, I do all the mindset work because I'm like, if you read Goodbye Lupus and you're not doing it, then you need this book to help you figure out why. So I do all the psychological background about food addiction and all of this kind of stuff. But one of the chapters is about your why. Like, you need your reason for doing it to be so big that it's not a choice between a salad and french fries. It's a choice between french fries and the life you want to live, pain-free, out in the sun, traveling, you know, off medicines, like that is much better than French fries. But if you're not thinking about yeah. your big why, about what you want most, you're going to get stuck thinking about what you want right now. And usually that'll be the French fries. 
And and that's usually what gets me with French fries because we're and I don't eat them that often. All joking aside, I tend to eat a lot of fresh fruits. But once, like especially, this is going to sound odd. When I get to like once a month, right before my period, I want junk. And um, the weirder part of it is, is because I'm in pain so frequently, I don't like to deny myself stuff because I'm like I already feel like shit. I may as well have something I enjoy. But I would definitely enjoy not feeling like shit far more. Just saying. Right. And when you don't know that there's another choice, then that makes sense, right? And a lot of people feel that way. That's like, oh, you're taking away the one thing that I have. But it's like, no, I'm giving you your freedom back. Your prison is is made of those French fries. That's what those bars are made of. But when you realize that you can free yourself from it and how much better you can feel. I mean, I can't. I, all I could do is invite you to try it. It's incredible what it's like to live not only with normal energy and no pain, but unnatural great energy. I mean, my body is now my friend. She does whatever I want her to do. And that was, I think, some of the biggest breakthrough that I had that I teach my clients is that, you know, it's not you versus your body. We're taught lupus is your body attacking yourself, but that's not yeah. true. The fact that you're still alive means your body is fighting back. It's trying so hard to save you. But every time it tries to fix damage, you're flooding it with more toxins and it's just barely able to hang on. But when you become friends with your body and give her all the love that she needs and the nourishment she needs, you'll be shocked at how much better you can feel that she really is there for you. Now I feel like a dick for bullying my body. Uh, I do have to say, you've just done what all of like all of my mates. Uh, most of my mates are vegan. I'm I'm really one of the few vegetarians, and and I've really hung on to that. And they've been trying to you know kind of transition me for years. You just did what none of them could. Uh, all you had to do was promise me no more pain. So that is absolutely. Well, incredible. I'm proud of you. You don't know if your mates called me and this is the intervention. Uh, they uh, they wanted me to come up. No, they didn't. But, you know, it's, it's a big deal. And I think it's hope is the difference, right? I mean, it's one thing for people to say, like, oh, maybe you'll feel better. But when you realize that it's real and it's true and you have that hope, that's what leads you forward, right? If it's hopeless, like most doctors will tell you, you know, there's nothing you can do. Well, then, crap, give me some ice cream and french fries. Why, why eat yep. salad, right? But when you realize that it's actually true that you can feel better, uh, then, yeah, hope is everything. That's the fuel. That's why I do so much online. I I really – I wouldn't be on social media otherwise because I just want to, you know, enjoy my family and all that stuff. But I just know every day there's going to be somebody who sees it that that could save their life. I need to keep giving them the hope and keep giving them the information um, so that they, you know, so that they can make that change and get their life back. I got to tell you, there's a great app. It's called Cord. It's for people with uh, lupus. You need to get on there because I'm on there all the time. And everyone's trading back and forth. If you take a shot of apple cider vinegar, everything will maybe be better. I read on this one thing one time. So to have a real medical doctor come on and go, okay, ladies, I need you all to stop with the witch doctor bull. This will help. So, like, that's, it, It's nice to have a medical doctor say, uh, no, this this can actually be fixed because... For everyone out there, I can tell you on on this end of it, my aunt died from lupus. Uh, My assistant Alexis's sister died from lupus. I know so many people in my community that we've lost with lupus. To have someone go, okay, I have it. This fixed it, and it's fixed it multiple people. Give it a go. It's a light at the end of the tunnel you never see. I know a lot of people write into this show and go, I don't know what to do. I know fighters listen in on this show and want to know how to recover faster or lose weight or do all of this. So you kind of just tapped into our whole audience. Uh, and on that note, where can everyone find you? Give, give them all the sites. Tell them everywhere they can find you on social media and you all better follow her because you're always writing me saying, what do I do for weight loss or what do I do for this? Follow the doctor. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That means a lot. So, Okay. Um, on Instagram and Facebook, you can, and even YouTube, you can find me at Goodbye Lupus. If you look up Goodbye Lupus, that's me. Uh, and also I help people with lots of things. That's what I got known for is Goodbye Lupus. Um, GoodbyeLupus.com is my website. If people go there, there's a thing that says free gifts, and it's like literally videos and recipes. Um, there's also, I have boxes there. Um, and once a month, I put them on the classes. I put them online for free to the public for about a week or two, depending. And I do free Q and A's 
uh, throughout them to help people learn it and get the information and get going. So I'll be doing those again soon. Um, but if you just, I mean, I have so many people who literally just follow my social media and they've been able to do it. Um, you just have to put the time in. So yeah, goodbye lupus is where I am everywhere. Goodbye lupus.com. We have about four minutes left of the show. Uh, you had a question, Ben, real quick? Yeah, I, I figured, you know, when you get into the tail end of the show, we gave our shout outs, we got the social media handles together. And normally then we ask people, uh, the guests to give a final say to the audience. But before we do that as well, I'm curious, what are your favorite vegan cheat meals or, or thing you're snacking? You're just looking sneak? for things you can sneak away. I just have to. I'm asking for the fans. You're not asking for <laughs> All right. So, so you're asking me what I like for recreational food when I'm not being yes. all healthy. Um, let's see. One is pho. I love uh, vegan pho. So it's a Vietnamese soup with tofu and broccoli and broth and rice noodles. Um, that's, that's one that I like a lot. Um, yeah, and if I'm going to go really bad, then probably the Impossible Burger. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a pho is a treat. I've been using pho as like a diet supplement <laughs> for so you long. Are so oh, that's your health food? Oh, but there's some oils yeah. in it. So I consider that as recreational. Uh, and right. rice noodles. Rice, that's a weight gain food. Uh, but if you're if you're burning it off or building muscle, okay. But if you're trying to lose fat, it's a no-no. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. That and Impossible Burgers. <laughs> I get that one for sure. Yeah. I want one right now. You're not having one right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't actually have a sweet tooth, so I'm not really into the baked stuff, but but definitely more the sandwich stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, there. But you know what? It, by the time I have that, I can't wait for the good stuff afterwards because it's so greasy. That's fair. We have about two minutes left of the show. What do you want to say to everyone out there? Besides follow you, of course, follow her, guys. You know, I, I think one, uh, if you're looking to improve your life, improve your health, live longer, lose fat easier, all of those things, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a struggle, but it's something that you have to take action on. So one thing I do is I want to make it so it's not overwhelming. So if you're like vegan sounds too much, there's no way, don't give up before you try, add what you're missing. You know, my website, you can get access to these smoothie recipes, smoothieshred.com is one other one free recipes. Just make the smoothie and drink it. You'll get omega-3s, greens, water intake, and you'll start adding to your health. So if you're overwhelmed or you need a place to start, just add what you're missing so that if you're going to have some junk, you at least give yourself the ability to recover and it's going to make a difference for you. So that's one thing. The other thing would be just remember that it's not just about you. You know, you just mentioned, um, you know, losing your family members, losing people that, that you love to lupus. Um, you know, we're not in this alone. And um, I know that I know I don't just have to stay healthy for myself, although I enjoy it, but I have a man who loves me that wants to grow old with me. I have beautiful children. There's people all over the world that need my message and my hope. Um, there's just, and all of you have people like that. So just remember when you're making the choice about your food, about the way you treat yourself, that it's not just about you, but that there's people out there that love you, that need you to make the right choice because they need you in their life. I think that's an incredible message. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Brooke Goldner. Dr. Goldner, thank you so, so much for joining us. Guys, please, please, please go check out Goodbye Lupus. I'm also talking to you fighters out there. I know you come and listen to the show wanting Bear's tips on what to do. Well, he's going to be doing this diet too. So we'll wrap it up and tell you all how it's going after this. Thank you very, very, very much for joining us. Make sure you're following us at TuneInBTS. I'm Summer Helene. Thank you to my co-host, Bear Fjorda. And go follow Dr. Goldner. We'll see you next week. Good night. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.